there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. Today on the show, fake medicine and real medicine. This pandemic has been a real prime time for snake oil salesmen and hucksters promising miracle cures for this coronavirus. And this has been a big problem for Dr. Cassandra Pierre. She's a doctor at Boston University School of Medicine. And it all started for Cassandra when she got this message from her mum, who's originally from Haiti. My mom, who is also a healthcare professional, she's a podiatrist, she sent me um, this WhatsApp video from a Haitian doctor, and she talked about what the virus was from, how it was transmitted, how to protect yourself. And I was feeling really good about this. I, I was like, this woman is great. This is exactly the kind of communication that we need for our communities where there's a lot of misinformation. And then she started talking about gargling. Wait, gargling? Uh, Gargling what? Yeah, so gargling with vinegar and ginger. This is a is a really common Haitian remedy. Like just in case, yeah, or if twice, you get infected, twice a day. Twice twice, a day. Oh, she even had she had a dosage yeah. as well. But it's it's something that is uh, certainly not going to protect you from COVID, unfortunately. What did you tell your mom? Uh, I told my mom, please, please do not pass this on to other family members. Don't send it to your patients. And obviously, this wasn't just happening in the Haitian community. It was happening all over, and people were swearing by just about anything. There were teas, hot peppers, drinking booze was a cure at one point. There was drinking silver and bleach and eating garlic, or even swallowing up huge doses of vitamins. And Cassandra just saw so many people get on board. Family members, colleagues alike were talking about vitamins. There was all sorts of information about zinc. Even your colleagues were like in the break room, like starting to down vitamins? yeah. yeah. Now, Cassandra is not down on traditional medicines or gargling a bit of vinegar if it's not dangerous. But the problem was that she saw people not going to the hospital or seeing a doctor because they were trying this stuff that they'd heard online. So, for example, um, I have um, spoken to some of my own patients who, who have had COVID, um, who have delayed coming in for care or getting tested. And when I asked them why they did so, they said, you know, I was taking my tea, followed the tea instructions that I heard about online. Oh, no. It's terrible. Um, the other rumor that's been going around in communities of color, including the Haitian community, is that if you if you go into the hospital to get tested or to get treated, you will die. You won't come out. And so I had a woman who waited a week before coming in. And she was actually doing what she thought she should have been doing um, until her children found her unresponsive, you know, shook her awake, got her on an ambulance. And by that point, she was lucid enough to say, I don't want to go to the hospital. I don't want to die. (gasps) And had she stayed at home, she would certainly have died. She came into the hospital with an oxygen saturation of 60%. (gasps) It should have been incompatible with life. You should be dead by that point. This woman went into hospital more than a month ago, and she's still there. Cassandra says she's slowly getting better. And Cassandra, she understands why people were reaching for all kinds of things 
that they thought would help treat the coronavirus. I think people really were wanting to try anything that they could to make themselves feel better. And so when we have these situations, we fall back to what's comfortable and what's familiar to us. And for some people, that is teas, herbal remedies. And for some people, that is vitamins. It's another way to control insecurity and uncertainty. But now that we're six months into this pandemic, there's less uncertainty about what can help treat this coronavirus and what can't. So take hydroxychloroquine. There was a lot of excitement about this at first. But now we have several studies to show that it's a bit of a dud. So one study, for example, followed hundreds of people taking it preventatively and found that it didn't make them any less likely to get coronavirus. Another study of more than 1,000 hospitalised patients found that hydroxychloroquine didn't seem to help people who were already sick either. The World Health Organization has since decided to stop testing it in clinical trials. So it looks like chloroquine's 15 minutes of fame are up. But there's actually some more promising stuff out there to help really, really sick people. Well, we have a couple of lines of treatment. We have remdesivir. We know that it just does seem to reduce complications of COVID. I certainly think that remdesivir is is wonderful and it's wonderful that we have it, but I don't think that it's a a magical cure. The best study we have of remdesivir so far tested the drug in about a 1,000 hospitalised patients. And those who got remdesivir instead of a placebo, they got better a little faster. There's another promising drug out there, again, for very sick patients. It's a steroid called dexamethasone. So one study found that for people on a ventilator who got it, well, they were more likely to be alive when the trial ended, 28 days later. And this kind of drug works by tamping down the body's inflammatory response. So it's thought that for really sick people, where perhaps their own immune system is causing more trouble than the virus, this drug could be helpful. And that's, that's really interesting um, because in the beginning of COVID, like in, in February and March, we were being actively told not to use steroids because it might compromise the body's ability to fight off the virus. But we're using it now specifically to quell the body's immune response. That is super interesting. It definitely felt like dexamethasone just like came out. It was like the, I, I didn't even know it was in the race. It came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. Right. <laughs> and there will probably be other treatments coming out of seemingly nowhere in the near future. Like we've got some early results, which look pretty good from doctors using plasma from survivors or other inflammatory drugs and even Pepsid. Yeah, the stomach acid medication is looking kind of promising. Right now, there are over a thousand clinical trials going on, testing different drugs and treatments against the coronavirus. So it's not all doom and gloom. We are making progress here. To hear more about the progress we're making on the coronavirus, as well as some of our missteps, just search for Science Versus in Spotify. And follow the links to all of our episodes on the coronavirus. There's a treasure trove in there. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. I'll fact you next time.